wellness to you. And this is Shelly again from God's Healthcare System. And as always, I'm so glad you're joining me today. Today's topic is chapter two of my Natural Cures for Perfect Health book entitled Faith. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6. This concept of faith in Christianity always perplexed me. Faith has substance, substance, but it is of the supernatural and it is a life force. Everything from God has life than substance. But substance doesn't show up here immediately. When it shows up here, it's called manifestation. But until it does show up, it's called faith. So confusing. As I mentioned before, because I'm guilty of it myself, I thought you pray and then wait for God to do something you ask. I never thought to apply this, well, this use of faith concept to my health. I found it worked the other way around. I act first, then God acts. An example of those who acted on faith as commanded and got healing were the 10 lepers in Luke chapter 17, verse 14. Jesus commanded them to go to the priests, and as they went, they received their healing. But they did have to take his word and rise up and go to the priest to get a manifestation of healing. So did the man at the pool of Bethesda, who was told, Rise, take up your bed and walk. Mark chapter 2 verse 11. They followed his instructions exactly. But God started to show me that he wanted me to believe for an even higher standard of health called divine health health in which I could play an active part and get his results permanently, a systematic way to have health. He showed me that when Jesus said, it is finished on the cross, he meant that the way and the power for health is now in my court. I didn't have to ask for it anymore. I just had to follow the rules of the kingdom of God and it would manifest in my life. It's a benefit of kingdom living or citizenship. It's a principle of the kingdom, not to catch a fish just to eat for a day, but to learn to fish and eat for a lifetime. Like Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz, you're already standing in the shoes, honey. I love that story, that movie. So I'll use this as an example. Shoes. The ruby slippers, symbolically speaking, were the source of power. Yes, she already had the power, and I already have the power. Everything I need pertaining unto life and godliness, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, is on the inside of me. Of course, Dorothy found that out like I did at the end of the movie. (laughs) It's not really the shoes, it's who I am walking in the shoes. Furthermore, Dorothy had to get mad and destitute to use the power most times. Curls bouncing and all. She was even using the power subconsciously when she recruited her friends through the power of love and compassion. And each time she faced the wicked witch and her schemes with courage. 
She didn't realize it. She was frustrated because like me, I'm told what I'm supposed to have, but don't know how to use the power. But think about it. She had to know she didn't get those shoes for nothing that first day she stood in them. She was even warned, whatever you do, do not take them off. Even if just subconsciously, she should have had gut feelings that they were of great value, right? I like the scene when the Wicked Witch tried to touch them and electricity emanated from them. Woohoo! Shocking! <laughs> this story was a good object lesson for me, a visual, if you will. Yes, Dorothy just didn't know how much she was given that day, how much she was really given that day. Most of all, she didn't know that she didn't need a wizard to get her help. That's how we see doctors in the medical field, the earth curse system of healthcare, I think. They are great and powerful eyes. People run to them like they really are, putting so much faith and demand on them and their services, even unto death. But in God's reality, we have everything we need right now. So how can we use it? How do we make the connection? And who will we put our trust in? Now, like Hebrews chapter 11 in the Bible, and this is my faith chapter. Faith works like, like this. I have to make the first move. God always tells me, Shelly, I'm waiting on you. You know what gets me now? How people can be in a sinking ship, not recognize something is wrong, and not ask God for help and guidance, like the listing Titanic. Then they don't take um, the help when it comes, like the half-filled lifeboats. Sometimes people don't even recognize when God is showing up. How sad is that? If nothing else, we should be trying to establish a stronger signal or uplink to God through our actions. But instead, it's God, you're breaking up, you're breaking up. Yesterday, a lady was brought into my office by her boss having chest pain. She said she had already been to the doctor who had run tests and told her that everything was okay. We called her doctor and no one answered. We waited and called again. They told her to go to the urgent care clinic next door at 5.30 in the evening. She discussed with me some lifestyle changes and mentioned a few things she had done, but wasn't open to anything else. I asked, had she prayed for guidance? She looked a bit surprised and said, no, I haven't. The pain continued as she grabbed her chest. Her vital signs were okay, so I asked her to call her relative to take her to the doctor, or I need to call a squad. She wouldn't call saying her sister overreacts. She wouldn't go to the hospital either. So all I could do was check the AED and make sure it was working. Go figure. Now, me, when my signal to God is getting weak, I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing or doing too much, the unimportant. I'm not always willing to do some things, but many times my success is contingent on what I am willing to do. I heard a pastor say that our culture is a culture heavily dependent on mood and mind-altering agents called pharmacia. 
anything that makes us feel good and numbs us to the adversities of life. So as a result, I can't feel anything. So I won't do anything. When I threw my medications in my drawer, it was an act of faith. I had finally got good and tired of the earth curse system. Okay, I said, it's you and me now, God. And I didn't know what or how it was going to happen. All the reasons why I started taking that stuff in the first place started coming back. And guess who was now well motivated and willing to seek God for help? I screamed for it. I was not used to really experiencing my emotions and pain since I would quickly anesthetize them. I had to start learning to deal with them immediately with the help of God, His grace, and His power. That was frightening at first, but using that kind of faith, He started showing me what He wanted me to do. Some barriers to this process are fear and pride. I'm scared. That good old fear. I'm not going to do that. What would people think? That good old pride. Or, that seems stupid. Or, I'd have to humble myself. And that's humiliating. That good old, well, crazy. I'm not going to eat vegetables while you guys are eating pizza. But, in the kingdom of God, there's one thing you can't be. A coward. And another a know-it-all. That's their serious work to be done in the proverbial, if the proverbial ball is in your court. In fact, each day counts. I remember when I was a kid, we were, we were, head, there were headlines in the news about the race to space. We were trying to beat the Russians to the moon. They got there in space faster than we did. But we were afraid of what they would do with that knowledge and position. So we had to get in the fight. It was a matter of survival. We didn't know what they would do next. That is how it works with the earth curse system. If we don't get on top of it, it will get on top of us. We have to make even every second count. I think about this as I write this book. I could have been watching TV, but... People need help, and when they are willing and ready, it needs to be there. That's part of God's health care system. The information will be there to help you when you seek it. For this book in its entirety, visit my website at www.godshealthcaresystem.com and click on the My Books tab. Then click on the link by the book, Natural Cures for Perfect Health. You can also find my books on Amazon or Kindle. And there is an accompanying workbook with this, with this book. Well, look forward to Chapter 3 entitled, What Has God Promised? And as always, be well. Wellness to you, and this is Shelly again from God's Healthcare System, And I'm glad that you're joining me today. Today's topic is chapter three of my Natural Cures for Perfect Health book entitled, What Has God Promised? I think that it's fundamental to know what to expect from God by knowing what his word really says. I looked at what the word of God tells us. 
Keep in mind that God wouldn't be healing all those people if he didn't want us well. His desire is for you to have life and life more abundantly. John chapter 10 verse 10. Twice God said in Deuteronomy 28 that if we listen to him and observe his commandments, that he will set us upon high in many areas of life, specifically in Psalms chapter 103 verses 2 and 3. He says to praise him and don't forget his benefits. He heals all our diseases and all meaning all. The same power that gave us salvation and forgiveness heals our bodies. Take a look at these scriptures in the Old Testament. Jehovah Rapha means he is the Lord that heals in Exodus chapter 15 verse 26. Then in Exodus chapter 23 verse 25 it says, Worship the Lord your God and all his blessings will be on your food and water and I will take away sickness from among you. Then in the Message Bible, in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, it says that if my people, my God-defined people, respond by humbling themselves, praying, seeking my presence, and turning their backs on their wicked lives, I'll be there ready for you. I'll listen from heaven, forgive their sins, and restore their land to health. Another scripture states, those who discover these words live, really live, body and soul. They're bursting with health in Proverbs chapter four, verse 22. Another scripture says, listen to God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. Don't assume that you know it all. Run to God. Run from evil. Your body will glow with health. Your very bones will vibrate with life. In Proverbs chapter 3, verses 6 to 8. When talking to Job, in Job chapter 2, verse 5, it says, But what do you think would happen if you reached down and took away his health? This is when Satan said, this to him because he knew that Job was used to enjoying good health, so much so that if it were removed, he would not be able to tolerate it. Again, in the Message Bible in Psalms chapter 41 verse 3, it says, Whenever we're sick and in bed, God becomes our nurse. He nurses us back to health. And in Psalms chapter 104 verse 15, it says, Their faces glowing with health a people well-fed and hearty. In the New Testament, there are a lot of people who received healing and became whole, which was a gift to them to start a new life. God says in 3, 3 John chapter 1, verse 2, that he wants us to enjoy good health, body, mind, and spirit, the concept of wholeness. And in Philippians chapter 3, verse 21, He says that he changes our bodies into glorious bodies like his. Jesus said, and when he had called upon his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of diseases. In Matthew chapter 10 and verse 1. 
These scriptures from God's word show us what God's desire for our health should be. We should expect no less and we should accept no less. Well, for this book in its entirety, visit my website at www.godshealthcaresystem.com and click on the links, My Books. The tab there will also show you the books and Natural Cures for Perfect Health has a link for your purchase. You can also find my books on Amazon and Kindle. We'll look forward to Chapter 4 entitled, Jesus Christ or the Doctor. And as always, be well. Wellness to you, and this is Shelly again from God's Healthcare System, and I'm so glad you're joining me today. Today's topic is Chapter 4 of my Natural Cures for Perfect Health book entitled, Jesus Christ or the Doctor. So what system are you using? You know, there are no doctors and nurses in the kingdom of God, but only apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come up in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. In Ephesians chapter 4, verses 12 through 13. That was all that God felt we needed. He gave us leadership, instruction, overseers, and people to speak into our lives. In the book of 1 Kings chapter 17, verses 10 through 24, the widow of Zarephath got everything she needed from Elijah. She received unlimited food in a famine and the resurrection of her son who got sick and died. He was a prophet of God. But the other system, it's a myriad of individuals who are independent of one another and not working collectively. Their purpose is not the greater good and their means is themselves. It's about dollars and cures that temporarily work then fail us. It's pills and bills, just pills and bills. A quote from Mrs. Snow in the movie Pollyanna. Promises they can't keep to people who have spent all their money and now are just waiting to die. They hope that time won't run out before the miracle happens. Now, there are sincere people in, the, in those venues just like me. They trained hard, came to work, and worked hard, went home exhausted. Me personally, I had calluses on my feet. They kept up expensive credentials, worked long hours, and spent many a holiday without family. Overtime list was all the way down to the floor. But we just didn't know what we didn't know. So those without Christ, some system is better than no system. So I finally thought of not calling my doctor, throwing all my pills in a drawer and saying, well, God, it's just you and me now. Took me 30 years to get there. I couldn't handle the egotistical people, unsolved costly medical problems, 
and the upfront co-pays before you even see the water fountain anymore. Just when I said I refuse to go to another hospital or doctor, I don't care what happens, I hear this smug sounding voice say, I have a healthcare system. What? I said. He repeated it. I have a healthcare system. That day changed my life and my practice. I'm glad because I had no other recourse. As people would rather put our trust in the earth curse system or the death care system and get their results instead of trusting in God. As a matter of fact, we don't even consider that there may even be another way of handling this situation. For me, my pride kept me from finding the hidden treasure. I was trespassing when I found it, you could say. I thank God today for showing me this. Well, for this book in its entirety, visit my website at www.godshealthcaresystem.com and click on the My Books tab. Then click on the link by my book, Natural Cures for Perfect Health. You can also find my books on Amazon or Kindle. Well, look forward to my next chapter, which is entitled Obedience, Chapter 5. And as always, be well.